What is up, everybody? Matt Swifty Perry here with the Leader Swift Podcast. My goodness, I am excited for today's episode. Occasionally, you just have those people in your life that has changed your life. They are leaders you've looked up to for a long time. And today, I get the honor to have on Pastor Chad Veach, just one of my heroes in ministry and in leadership who I've spent years learning from. I'm very excited. We got Pastor Chad Veach on. I would love if you did a couple things. If you shared this episode with a friend, share it on social media. I think this conversation was incredible about how to work with people. So go ahead and share it with some friends, share it on your social. And we also are running, if you're listening to this right now when it's released, we're running a contest this week to give away Pastor Chad's brand new book, Help Me, I Work With People. So that contest will run up until Friday, the end of the week. You can visit Matt Swifty Perry on Instagram to see all the rules, how to win the book, It's going to be incredible, but thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to jump into our conversation with Chad Veach. What is up, everybody? I am here today with Pastor Chad Veach. How are you today? Let's go, man. I'm doing good. Great to talk to you. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, If people don't know you, Pastor Chad, tell us a little bit about you and your leadership journey. Yeah, well, uh, I I started out in L.A. and uh, El Monte over on the east side and did that for six years, worked with inner city youth. That was fantastic. And then uh, went back to Seattle for 10 years, found myself a a beautiful wife and uh, started having a, a, a family. And then we moved back to L.A. and and started our church five years ago this weekend. Incredible. Five years this weekend. Uh, you guys are doing so many great things. Uh, yeah, let's talk, let's talk about your new book, Help Me, I Work With People. Tell us a little bit how this started. Well, you know, uh, Pastor Craig, you and I were just talking off air about Pastor Craig Rochelle. He really encouraged me to write a leadership book. And I thought if I'm going to write a leadership book, I want to write about what I think leadership is all about. And leadership is all about people, serving people, adding value to people, believing in people. And so, yeah, I just, I wanted to write about working well with others and adding value and, uh, you know, working on our people skills so we can relate and win with others better. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, for somebody who, Everybody works with people. I I think you get into that a little bit, right? Whether it's the Starbucks barista or whether it's a pastor or a business leader, everybody works with people. That's it. You know, whether you you could be a stay-at-home mom, you know, it really doesn't matter what you do. We are all in the people business. And so uh, I'm excited for people to kind of – we want to pivot people from having the attitude that people are my biggest problem to people are my biggest passion. I think that really, you know, we live in a a country that's divided. There's so many opinions. There's so much hatred and animosity. And we just want people to to, to soften and lean into the life of others. That is so good. What's a few ways somebody's listening to this right now, they're a little frustrated because uh, somebody let them down in some type of way. Um, how would you motivate them? One of your gifts is motivating people. You're so good at that. How do you motivate them to make that pivot? Well, I think we have to first motivate them by loving themselves. 
You know, how do I have a love for others if I despise or hate myself? So I think, you know, we just, we've got to start to get comfortable in our own skin, become confident with who we are. We will never treat others better than we treat ourselves. So if I love me and I really am, am, am excited and, and thankful for where I'm at and what I get to do, then it will be easy to, you know, love others and embrace others and, and, uh, and see the best in others. I think so often we judge other people, we're critical of others, and that's just a reflection of how you treat yourself. So the way that we get people to pivot is by first just examining your own life and your own self-view. Wow, that's that's really good. What are some what are some ways that you examine yourself? Like how do you how does Pastor Chad love himself better so that he can love other people better? Well, I think it starts with your morning. You know, we really talk about, you know, having a good morning that sets up the rest of your day. And the morning really is a time of receiving. Cuz I can't give away what I don't have. So really just trying to work hard to uh, quiet myself um you know, receive God's love, God's grace, God's forgiveness, God's peace, God's wisdom, God's strength. And if I can, from a place of reception, go out to start my day, then I'm, I'm confident. I'm, I've got something to give and offer and add. You can't give away what you don't have. So I think the hardest part of life and leadership is by first receiving. Yeah, that's so good. I, I tell people all the time, uh, it actually starts with the night before. Right. Because if I don't get a good night's sleep and if I'm not disciplined in some of those nightly routines, that's going to even affect my morning. That's it. You know, it's like that old saying, if you ain't rested, you ain't ready. Oh, my, <laughs> my kids, they love the They love the movie Sing. And um, Sing, you know, has this great line. And, and the guy says, if you uh, he said, my dad always taught me if you want to do a good day's uh, great day's work, get a good night's rest. And I just think there's something to that. You know, you, you, you can't run on fumes. You got to be rested. You got to be filled up. And, um, and the goal is never balanced. I never think to myself, you know, oh, gosh, I want to live a balanced life. None of us, I think, live a balanced life. The goal is always health. How do I become a healthy individual? Mm. Mm, that's good. That is so good. How are ways that, that we can love hard people, right? That's one thing Jesus always says. Uh, how do we love people who even hate us and treat us bad? Uh, I think that's one of the hardest things with working with people. So what are some ways that we can do that? Yeah, I think the best way that we can do that is by first believing that the reason why people are difficult or the reason why people are critical, it's, it's, a, it's a reflection of how they see themselves. You know, so it's the saying, hurt people hurt people. So instead of ostracizing and minimizing, instead of, you know, allowing their, you know, uh, vitriol to really affect my spirit, what I have to do is really just see what's driving them. What's the why behind their anger or their disappointment? And if I can understand that, then I can give them a pass and I can go, you know, it's because they're hurt. It's because they're broken. It's because they, you know, they were raised a certain way or they were abused or you know, when I can really try and, you know, step into other people's shoes, then I can give them empathy and compassion. But until I take the time to do that, you know, I'm just going to let it be, uh, get offended and get hard-hearted and bitter. And, and then now we're both losing. I've allowed their losing to affect me. So I just can't give in to that. 
Yeah, that's amazing. I actually was on my way to the office today listening to your last leadership lean-in with Pastor Irwin McManus. And uh, you guys had such a great conversation, not just about – because sometimes we can get comfortable as pastors leading church people, right? Um, But you guys just had such a great conversation about leading and loving people outside of the church. Can you talk just a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I just think, you know, Jesus, he, he models it better than anybody. He doesn't stay in the temple. You know, it's like I think a lot of uh, church leaders and Christians were fishing for fish in the aquarium. You know, there's a whole ocean out there, and we're just only fishing in the aquarium. Wow. And so I think we've got to get out and about. They, they, they like Jesus. He's a drunkard. Jesus, he's a glutton. Jesus, he hangs out with sinners. And he's modeling for us what life and leadership should be. It's not about people that are within the four walls. Four walls. He said, "I came to seek and save the lost." Absolutely. That that is so good. Let's talk just just a little bit about teamwork. What's that? What's that look like when you're leading a team and maybe they don't meet? One thing I've, I just appreciate about you, what I've learned from you over the years, is the the culture of excellence that you create. Uh, everything that Zoe does in, in in who you are embodies excellence in all that you do to give glory to God. And, and so that's something I've learned from you over the years. What are some ways that we can lead people if they're not? maybe hitting that that culture we're trying to build of excellence well i think you know excellence speaks you know if you go to disneyland the excellence of disneyland will talk to you the first time i went to the masters tournament the excellence of the masters tournament talked to me everything about you says everything about you so the way you do your hair the outfit that you're wearing the shoes that you put on the, the excellence in which you speak your vocabulary your dynamics And the Bible says that the king looked down on Daniel and saw that he had an excellent spirit. So the king from a distance could perceive this guy's operating in excellence. He carries the standard and the spirit of excellence. And we want that. You know, we want to operate. We want to carry that spirit, that heart of excellence. And so I think excellence is – is obtainable, first of all, and it's in the details, uh, punctuality, um, communication. It's like sloppy communication. You know, every day, every week I'm releasing a leadership uh, email, and I write the email. Uh, it's pretty good, but I have a whole team that combs through for punctuation, grammar, sentence structure, and we do two, three edits. Why? Because we want to carry excellence. Wow. So excellence is going the extra mile. That's so good. Excellence is going the extra mile. I, I love that. What do we do with um, – how do we this, – this is kind of that struggle, right? I tell people we want to build a culture of excellence but with the language of grace. Can you talk about that tension of like when is it time to let that person maybe step back from their position because they're just not – getting down things with excellence. Um, Where's that tension of grace with the excellence? Well, um, you know, Jesus, he shows it. He models it. He has the excellence as a student. He's 12 years old. He's in the temple. He's studying. He's learning. He's asking questions. He's an excellent student. 
He operates in excellence in everywhere he goes, and yet he is the embodiment. He's not the principle of grace. He is grace. So I think Jesus is the model for everything in life and leadership. So how did Jesus operate in excellence, and how did Jesus operate in grace? They marveled when he talked. They marveled at his authority, and they marveled at the grace in which he spoke with. So I think there's, it, 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 we are able to accomplish both. It's not one or the other. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as we kind of wind down, is there any anything you want to add about working with people to to pastors and business leaders who are listening to this right now? Well, I think the first thing that we got to realize with working with people is that we're going to get it wrong. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to have some 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 failures, and that's fine. You know, we can't make a, a mountain out of a molehill. We've got to be leaders that are okay to look in the camera and apologize. Look at the person and apologize. And if we miss the mark, that's fine. We just say, hey, I want to own this. I failed in this. I really am sorry. Uh, I'm going to get better. I'm going to get right. I'm going to get healthy. And the better we can do that, I think the easier life we'll get. No one expects anyone to be perfect. But we do expect everyone to be a human. So it doesn't matter your title. You're a human. So humans, it's the golden rule. Treat others the way you would want to be treated. Wow, yeah, that is that is so good. Uh, Pastor Chad, you just released this new book. Where can they find it today? Yeah, well, you can get the book at, uh, at uh, our website, chadbeach.org, or anywhere books are sold, really. You know, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target. I got a book in Target now. Can you believe that? That's amazing. So, so I'm very <laughs> excited about that. Uh, I know. Can people still order that bundle? I know I ordered my bundle with the with the hoodie and the book. You know what? We can't uh, order the bundle right now, but uh, next Thursday we're doing a big book launch party, and that night we're going to have a bundle available. That's amazing. I'm excited for mine. Uh, I'm so excited for this book. I'm going to order it for my entire team just because I think this is the most important leadership book that I've seen released uh, this year. I think it's going to be a game changer. So I'm very excited to walk my team through this book. Man, that means the world to me. I can't tell you how much that means. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you for, for giving some time. Man, you have just influenced hundreds of thousands of people around the world. And so blessed to have you. Thank you so much. Man, you're the best, bro. Much love. Thank you.